Hello, hello, and welcome to Resell Queen Chronicles. My name is Tiffy T, the Resell Queen. I am your host. Oh, hello, hello, friends. I know it's been probably about a couple weeks that I've been on here to do my podcast or my live cast or whatever you guys like to call it. Um, I've been busy. <laughs> That's really it's what's been. Uh, but things are changing around, so I will be... Uh, more consistent with uh, with doing this in the future. So uh, as the title it uh, shows that I am going to talk about Q4 selling. Why? Because we're in Q4, <laughs> obviously. Uh, but first I wanted to talk about, because um, it's timely, uh, everyone knows about what happened on Monday. I think it was Monday. Uh, Instagram, what's up? or WhatsApp and uh, Facebook were all down. And apparently it caused a whole frenzy because businesses rely on those platforms for marketing. And even, it's funny for me, when all that was happening, I didn't even know. <laughs> I didn't even know any of those things were down uh, because I don't, even though I am, I am on social media. I use social media. I am, I kind of use it more on a back end where I have things that are already, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, um, scheduled. And I work on it that way. And then, you know, I go in there, try to work on some engagement. Honestly, I'm, I'm getting better at it. I, I don't do as much engagement as I should be doing. Uh, I'm working on it. Um, I didn't even realize that was happening. Uh, but I did realize that I was getting a lot of sales <laughs> uh, during that time period. Mondays for me are not always a high uh, sell, sell day. So uh, people were using other platforms or the other thing is I do automate my, my email list. That's always automated. And I have different um, bots or whatever features that... Um, that like uh, Shopify and things like that has on there uh, to, um, to uh, how can I say, uh, follow a person's uh, progress through my store and things like that. So it sends out like little reminders like, hey, my, um, what do you call it? You, your shopping bag, you didn't complete, complete your purchase, things like that. So I have things like that already in play. And I didn't even really notice that um, those platforms were down. But it does bring up a point that, you know what? Hmm. Maybe I need to have a backup plan. Maybe you need to have a backup plan. Because we, as we all saw what happened, look how much money Facebook lost <laughs> uh, because of that. They're stopped. Oh my goodness. You know, so I, I know I don't normally go into those th things on this platform or on this show, but I just wanted to just bring that up because it's timely and it's about, you know, about what happened. Oh, hi, Tradina. How are you? I see your, see your comment. You didn't know the platforms were down either. I didn't know. I, I got notifications like on my cell phone, uh, like for news breaks and things like that, but I didn't know. I had no idea. None whatsoever. So, but yeah, 
All right. So I want to go into uh, talk about uh, a few things that uh, are on my actual docket to talk about today. Uh, so one of the things that I like to talk about uh, for, especially during this time of year, is talk about like pop-up shops and really make sure that you are visible and out there so people can buy your products. Now, I know I talk about third-party reselling. You know, you can sell on Amazon, eBay, Macari, you know, all, you know, all those places. You know, y'all know what I'm talking about. If you're listening to me, you know what I'm talking about. Um, but face-to-face, you can't beat face-to-face sometimes. Uh, as I've talked about before, uh, in my household, my husband and I, we do sell at flea markets. That's a, a lot. In fact, we have three booths right now in an indoor flea market. Uh, the way that the way that the setup is, we don't have to man it. Uh, so the the place we rent it, and there's some things I, we have to identify our our products and you know the pricing and all that type of stuff, so they know when something is purchased. You know that we get our money, but. Uh, that type of um, setup, it works really well. It really does. So I just wanted to talk about about some things like to get yourself, you know, prepared for that. Uh, the first thing that I I want to talk about in reference to like when you're doing face to face or doing like a pop up shop or at a flea market, understand this is not the place for you to sell your high dollar items. Do not bring some couple hundred dollar uh, uh, items and think that someone is going to pay for them. Now, I'm not saying that can't happen, but I'm just telling you what you're going to deal with. People expect things to be cheap. And I'm going to tell you again, when you sell in face-to-face like that, people expect the things to be cheap. Expect that some people are going to try to negotiate with you. Some people believe it's a sport. Okay. They expect things to be cheap. So what I like to do uh, in our thought process is I'll put the price that I really would love to have. I mean, really, really love to have, but I also already know the price I can live with. And that's, that's just how, how, how we do our model. Uh, thankfully, in in the one shop that we have our um, our flea market at, we don't get a lot of haggling because we're not there in person. We do on occasion will get a phone call from the people at the store and say, on this particular item, the person would like to know if they could um, negotiate and lower the price to whatever amount. Uh, things like that. We can also tell them, oh, hey, we're going to put a sale on on our on our, on our booth and things like that. Um, but expect that. Uh, so this is not the time to bring out your high dollar stuff. I actually save like my lower, my lower price, my lower end things to do that face to face because I don't expect to make a lot of money off of those items. I, it's, if those are items where if I do sell them on like a third party site, like eBay or something, I may not make a lot of money on it because, you know, shipping, handling, you, you guys know all that. So just understand your stuff needs to be cheap. It needs to be reasonable uh, because people, when you're face to face, that's that's what they expect. So uh, understand that. 
Also, you want to consider your point of sale setup. So everyone knows like Square, uh, Clover. Uh, yeah, those those are kind of one of the most popular ones. Even uh, QuickBooks, uh, if you are doing your accounting through them, they have like a point of sale, um, a little uh, terminal thing that you can put on your cell phone uh, or to attach uh, to um, like a tablet uh, that could be like a card reader. Get that set up because it is 2021. People are not walking around with cash. Now, some people still living like it's 1952, but people are not walking around with cash. You need to get that all set up and understand that, that that's just the way the way the things are. Oh, so I have a question here. I am interested to know how to set up a booth at a flea market that doesn't have to be manned. Well, I am very lucky. Uh, in the place where I live. I'm actually thinking about um, maybe doing this myself uh, one day, one of those, you know, when I retire. Uh, so it's a store, large store, and they have booths already made and you pay a rental fee and then you set up your booth, you tag your items and the store employs the people like at the cashier and the like to clean up the place. So we just go in there like once a month. Well, actually, I shouldn't say once a month, about once a week, once every two weeks, just to refresh our items. And then once a month, we pay our rent and then we get a check for everything that's sold. One thing that I do like about the process um, that we that we have is that the place they take care of paying the sales tax. And I, according to what state you live in, I can tell you in the state I live in, do not play around with the sales tax. I made one mistake one time and I uh, did my report late by like a day or two. They had the nerve to charge me a late fee because I put the report in late and then another late fee because I was paid late. I was like, how are you going to charge me twice just because I was late? <laughs> It's the state. What am I going to do? Who am I going to appeal to? You know? So uh, that's that's what I like. I would say um, look around locally. Check for like either like consignment shops or um, that happens to be that where we have ours, it's in a very, uh, it's a in a tourist area. And it's also in an area where people have like weekend homes. Uh, so there's a lot of different Airbnbs there. It's a nice tourist destination and this place just happens to um to be nestled right in the middle so they they're going to get a lot of different uh traffic they'll have the local traffic and then they'll also have the tourist traffic in there so it's uh it's works works out for 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 where we live so so let's see here let's go back to what ah i was talking about um you know, making sure that you have your point of sale set up. So, of course, you're going to bring some cash. You're going to have your ones, your fives, your tens, and twenties. Bring bring some change with you. You should always, if you're going to sell in person, you should always have things like that ready and available. Um, if you have a problem with math, then make your prices simple. Don't make your prices a dollar fifty-two. And you have to sit there and go five, carry the one minus. Okay, don't do all that. Yes, you can have a little calculator. Just make it simple. Why make it hard? 
you know, do everything by 50 cents. That's real simple. So, uh, and you want to also spruce up the place. You know, you can always just have like your little, um, your display tables. You know, I, I got tables that shoot, I think we got them from Walmart. Um, put like little nice decorations on them. Nothing. You don't have to go out and spend a lot of money. These are things you can go to the dollar store and get nice holiday decorations, nice decor, a, a, a tablecloth. Actually, I like doing the tablecloth trick where I like to make sure that the tablecloth is hanging over the front. So that way I have things that are underneath. It's hiding it from, from the public's view. I like doing things like that so that I can easily replenish things. That's just what I like to do. Uh, so that's just uh, a little bit of, um, of things that I wanted to talk about with, um, with you know, with pop-up shop. And we will be right back after this. Shipping can be complicated and time-consuming, but it doesn't have to be that way. Welcome to ShipStation, a web-based shipping software for online retailers. Import orders from wherever you sell and create labels for however you ship, all in one place. With our powerful automation tools, mobile app, and branded tracking page, you can focus less on shipping and more on growing your business. With ShipStation, you save both time and money. Let's get shipped done. Get started with ShipStation today. Click the link in the description box to receive a special discount from ShipStation. And we are back. All right. So I wanted to, the subject matter that I was going to talk about is kind of twofold. So I'm just going to talk about it um, kind of together. Uh, when you are going through this Q4 situation of making sure that you have everything that people want, that they're looking for. Um, under normal times, you would have already had your stuff by now, or at least you should have. And the reason why I say under normal times is because I'm sure everyone is aware that there are supply chain issues going on. There's a lot of things happening in the supply chain world where things are just not coming to port. We have boats that are just sitting sitting at ports, waiting with all these different cargo um, on it, and no one's getting the stuff. You notice it when you go to the supermarket. You can notice it. Um, well, you hear about it in the news. Uh, you hear about the uh, these chips that is in, like, everything that, that we use, how uh, car manufacturers are stopping... Um, making cars right now because they need these they need these chips and the problem is the supply chain right now. Uh, so my suggestion and what I have been looking towards for my uh, my stores and things that I'm working on for this year's I've been looking for things that are made in America. <laughs> Why? Because I only got to deal with logistics over the states, not over the seas. So my, that's my suggestion uh, is to start looking at some some American manufacturers that will one help the economy because people need jobs, uh, but number two, it'll be a lot easier with logistics this year. Uh, so understand that means you might pay a little bit more because the labor is different than different here than what it is in other countries, you know, in other countries, 
you know, they might be making a couple bucks an hour out here. We know we have a minimum wage and we know most places are going to start people at a living minimum wage. So you are going to pay probably just a little bit more. That's you wanted to be in business. So that's how this works. So, but I wanted to uh, just kind of talk a little bit about, about the supply chain and why I'm talking about, um, about why you should um, start looking at some American manufacturers. So I'm sure everyone remembers, you know, like during the pandemic, how like there was like all these, uh, you know, all these different things about how things weren't coming over because of the pandemic, things were shut down. And, you know, it took a while for the supply chain to get back up. But as people have started to get vaccinated and things are open more, people are out more, so that, so there's more of a need for uh, for supplies. Well, from what I've been reading and from what I've been hearing, um, like just from people in the business, is well, first of all, the one of the things that's that you can see right now that's happening in the news is. All of these, uh, I don't know what the best word for them, like these, uh, I guess they're called contain oh, container ships. They have like large cargo uh, on the ships. They're just sitting at port. And it's not just happening in like California, which is where I heard about it first, but it's happening in ports that are in New Jersey, New York, even in like Texas and Georgia. They've seen like pileups of uh, these container ships uh, and it's a lot, it's creating a lot of delays with the imports that are coming in. So a lot of people don't understand where this is, why this is happening. So I did just a little bit of research, talk to some people that I trust and start reading different articles about what's happening. So one of the things that, that is happening, everyone knows most of these things are going to come from China. All right. China is not like the United States, right? So things like electric electricity, that is something that is, uh, I think the best way to describe it is like centrally planned by the government. Uh, so it's, so the government decides like the supply of, of electric, of electricity. Okay. So at the beginning of the year, China sets like these electricity quotas, like for each, um, I'm going to, I'm going to say like state, but I believe they call them provinces, provinces is what I believe that what they call them. So to me, I'm going to think, look at that as like states. Um, and so as a supply chain disrupts, you know, from COVID and then there was like a lot of this factory demand, many of these provinces used up more electricity than what was planned for. So now that means the way that China normally gets a, their electricity is through coal. C-O-A-L. Yes, coal. That is what they use to uh, supply their electricity. So what has begun to happen is the Chinese government is starting to restrict the electrical usage in their provinces, which is messing up the supply chain because the places that 
manufacture have the most manufacturing plants where people are working, they're not working as many days as they were in the past. Um, if I if I'm looking at this right, if I remember six day working weeks, six days of working in a week uh, is about average as norm uh, in, in China in these type of um, manufacturing plants. They are now working like two to three, maybe four days um, in, uh, in these provinces now. So they're not able to bang out all of these, um, all this materials and put together all these doodads and widgets and whatnots that we need to put things together or to sell. So that is causing uh, a, a backlog of orders because they're not able to finish the orders. And we already have an issue of these cargo ships at port over in the United States, and those things can't even get in. So they're not even able to bang them out fast enough to get more over here. So uh, I think <laughs> that we are going to probably have a, a supply chain shortage for a while until this issue gets cleared up in China. Um, if there's anyone that understands this and can explain this better than I can, please feel free to comment on anything that you hear this on or send me a message because that's the way that I understand it and the way that after reading up on this that I took it that, okay, so electricity is a planned thing over there. So... If it's a planned thing, they didn't plan enough for it because there is a more of an of a need for it because people want more things after COVID, of course. And their six-day work week has now really been cut in half. So they're not able to bang out as much stuff as they need it. And more than likely, they're probably not working overtime and you know, they're not able to supply this. They're not able to bang out the, to make the products that we need to either make more products or to sell products. So it's going to become, it's going to become an issue. That's what, from, from what I've read and the way that I understand it. Uh, so the way that I am looking to make it not be an issue for me I am preparing myself and looking at American manufacturers for things that I like to like to resell or I want to make sure that I have a good supply and set up wholesale accounts with them. Understand, they may also have a supply chain issue because everything may not be technically made in America. They might need something to be shipped over here and then they assemble it in America. So I think, although it's not, I mean, it's been in the news. I don't, I think it, it's not going to be something that people realize until it's, it gets too late. And then it's going to be like a panic where you have people rushing to buy, you know, things that 
they think they need, you know, like toilet paper <laughs> and kind of hoarding it. So I hope it doesn't create that type of situation. Um, but I would think that it is something that uh, the Chinese government would probably want to work on uh, to make sure that they can do their production of coal so that they can have their electricity because I'm, I'm sure they make money off of everything that gets made there, you know? Uh, so I am not the most informed when it comes to international affairs. So as I said, if someone knows a little bit more and can maybe shed a little bit of light on that, I am all for you explaining how that works. I'm just going off of um, the way things are explained to me by uh, parties that I work with um, in, in these countries that have explained a few things to me. And then after hearing what they, they have said, I've started to research different articles and said, oh, wow, this is becoming an issue. Like they're having planned blackouts and things like that. So uh, just want to keep you guys abreast so that you guys are, are aware of what's going on. So that uh, really kind of concludes a little bit of what I wanted to talk about today. Uh, this understand when you're dealing with uh, Q4, You want to make sure that you prep for the demand, but that you don't oversupply your inventory. And what I mean by that is, you don't, I don't want you to lose money. So, uh, when I, and when I say that, I don't want you to go out and go, okay, I've, I know I got a deal on this. Let me go and buy a thousand. Okay, if you can realistically sell a thousand within within a three month period, go with God. <laughs> but be realistic with it. I don't want you to buy a thousand of an item and then you're stuck with seven hundred of them. And now you are going to have to uh, sell them off, maybe even at cost, just to get rid of them, so you can get some of your money back. Don't do that to yourself. Don't do that. Uh, so those are just those are just some of my little little pointers that I like to talk about. And I see we have a comment here. I should say you are right. I have products stuck in China right now. Me too. Me too. Um, at this point, um, <laughs> the stuff that's there. Um, actually, I can't say it's in China. Um, I know it's on a boat somewhere. Uh, where it is, I don't know. Uh, I know we ordered something a few weeks back. Well, no, I shouldn't say we ordered it a few weeks back. We received it a few weeks back. And I believe it was ordered, I want to say June or July. And when I say a few weeks back, I'm talking about September is when we got it. Um, and I remember when I got the notification uh, I believe it ended up in Chicago somewhere. It got scanned and I was like, oh, I forgot all about it. Uh, I mean, I knew it was coming, you know, it's one of those things, but I was like, oh, wow, it took this long to get here. Now I wasn't pushy or contacting the, the, the seller and all that type of stuff because I knew what was happening. You know, I, I've talked, you know, I've talked to people over there or I can't say they're over there, but they, 
are like the third parties um, that hand that deals with these manufacturers, and they've been explaining, you know, what's going on. So, yeah, uh, it's it hasn't really hit the news right now. I mean, it's being talked about, but I have a feeling if things continue to keep going the way that they're going, it's going to really become a much bigger issue. I hope it doesn't. I really hope it doesn't. I don't want that to happen, but that's it's the way the cookie might crumble. So this episode, we talked about getting yourself right for Q4. Also, even though I'm talking about Q4, this is really stuff that you can look at and think about for your whole reseller journey. I know I talked about um, looking at American manufacturers. Um, I know that I have a nice list somewhere. Uh, I'll add that or put it out on uh, like my social media within the next couple of days to, to help um, you guys out on where to start to research on places that you can maybe start ordering products from um, that actually have the products here and won't be drop shipping them or um, manufacture here. Um, I'll drop that um, sometime within the next couple of days. Uh, I also will drop some articles. I'll probably put them on my Facebook to talk about what is happening uh, in China, uh, especially with the, uh, the electricity um, shortage so that uh, you guys can see what I'm talking about and where I'm getting that information from. Um, I will definitely drop a source. I'll, I'll put it on, uh, on my, uh, probably on my Facebook and my Twitter. Uh, so if you want to contact me, uh, I can be reached uh, at info at resellqueen.com. You can always leave a comment. I respond or an email. Uh, this has been this has been a nice, nice little show to uh, just keep you guys updated of what's of what's going on uh, in the resale world. So this has been Tiffy T. Uh, the Resale Queen. And thank you guys for watching and listening to Resale Queen Chronicles. Have a good one. Bye.